With the help of Hashem, we are learning today's Pedek Rambam, the second chapter in Hilchas Eiruvin. We are introducing a Yesoid, a pillar in the rules of Eruvei Chatzerois, which is the Yesoid of Bitol Rishos. And quickly recapping that which we explained yesterday, that if many people live in an apartment building, for example, each one owning their own apartment, but everyone owning the common area, or as it was in the times of Chazal, that people owned homes that opened up to a yard that was joint property that belonged to everyone who had a home opening up into this chatzar. So I own my house by myself. The chatzar that's adjacent to my house doesn't only belong to me, it belongs to me and to you and to everyone else who has a bias in this chatzar. So according to the Takan of Shleimah HaMelech, every member of the chatzar Whoever has a house that opens up to the chaser must participate in the aid of chaseres. Now, what were to happen if even only one person did not participate? That non-participation, mamish, ruins it for everyone. Because here again, there is one person who does own his part of the chaser, but that person is the only owner of their house. So the level of ownerships are not all the same. And that will not allow me to carry from my house into the chatzar, even if I was ma'arif with my neighbor. But we didn't have the other person joining as well. So what do we do right now if such a thing were to happen? So we are, we, we are introduced with the law of bitol rishus, that if that person that did not join the Eruf makes a declaration that he or she is being mevatil their rishus, they are relinquishing their ownership so if they relinquish the ownership, even though they're there, they're like a guest. They don't own anything. So now their non-participation won't ruin, will not ruin it for all else who did make an aid of chatzeres. So let's continue to bring, to bring the 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 the, the, the light of chasidus as as a as a way of better appreciating the greatness of this halacha. Quoting today from the Kutesichos Chelik Yud Aleph. B'Shalach Gimel, that's the Sicha in which the Rebbe makes a Siyum on the Tractate of Eruvin. On page 68, the Rebbe quotes a Medrash, and all of this is really behemshuk to that which we already spoke out yesterday, and that is, is that we view all of the Melachis as a Toitza'a, as a, as a outgrowth of the Yisoyed, of the whole issue of Shabbos, which is transference transferring Beruchnius, which means not yet acknowledging that the entire world belongs to God. That is really the neshama of all of the Melachas of Shabbos. The Rebbe there quotes a Medrash, Bereshis Rabbah, where a heretic asked Rabbi Kiva that you, meaning us, we know that Hashem keeps the mitzvahs. Hashem honors the Shabbos. Hashem does not break the Shabbos. So he says, how does God allow for winds to blow on Shabbos? It's not only allowing, God is making it blow. How does rain fall on Shabbos? These are two activities in which items are transferred from one Rishos to another. And how does God allow, how does God make grass grow on Shabbos? That's also a violation of another Malach. To which Rabbi Kiva responded, I'll give you an example. That if you have your own property, you can move things around in your property from one end to the other, no matter how large it is. So being that the world belongs to God, so God in His world can make the winds blow and can have the rains fall. And the obvious question is, as the Rebbe points out, is the heretic didn't only mention these two 
which are connected to Haitsa'a, but he also mentioned the growing of grass, which is not related to the malacha of transferring. So that's another source that Ebbe uses in Nigla that proves that all of the Lamites malachas really is connected to the concept of, in the negative, of a person not acknowledging that there's only one balabas to the whole world and the whole world is indeed in the Rishus of the Eibishter. And furthermore, as the Rebbe quotes there, the Chinuch, that says that the purpose of resting on Shabbos is in order to affix in our Neshamas, our Emunah, in the Chidush HaOilam, Yovaldik. And therefore, and therefore, as Rabbi Kiva answered him, since in God's perspective there is only one Rishus, so automatically, automatically, whatever it is that's happening is not in violation of this Neshama, of this Neshama aspect of, of Shabbos. And coming back in today's Shir Rambam, this whole idea of Bittl is Mamash Gavaldik. When we learn Hasidus, the whole idea of Bittl, that's our Avoida, to become more bottled to the Eibishter. So here, if there's a problem because an Eid of Hatseris was not made by all of the members, how beautiful is it that halachically, that when a person declares Bittl, I'm not the big Balabas, I relinquish my ownership. That act of Bittl, Taka, allows for the Eruv that everyone else made to function, and they are, yes, allowed to carry from the houses into the Chatzar.